welcome to the Free Radicals podcast. Thanks for downloading and listening to this introductory episode. I wanted to record a short note to introduce myself and this first story that I want to tell. My name is Will Lowen, and for most of my adult life, I've been a pastor both here in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, where I live, and back in Ontario, where I grew up. I've always been interested in church history, and I've just returned from a trip to Germany where I visited the city of Munster, the site of the story that I'm going to be telling over the next bunch of episodes. And I understand, there is no shortage of people like me who want to tell church stories. And usually they want to draw a hard line around who are the heroes and who are the villains. But I don't think good stories work that way. I don't think real life works that way. But the crazy thing about history, uh, history in general and church history in particular, is that one person's villain is almost always somebody else's hero. My own story begins with me growing up in a tight-knit religious and cultural group that prioritized hard work, simplicity, and humility. And in my specific Mennonite community, we didn't really tell our own stories. And partly it was because we didn't think we had any stories worth telling. Uh, But also, we thought it might foster a sense of pride that we thought would be unhealthy. But then I started digging into our past. And for a long time, my spiritual and biological ancestors did uh, live in the way that I just described. But if you go back far enough, the history books tell a different story about my people. That story is in a section of human history called the Radical Reformation. And, And when I first saw that, I didn't understand the label. I was familiar with the language of Reformation, Leaders in my community often spoke about being uh, reborn and reformed into ways that were more generous, more kind, and more in line with what uh, Jesus had, had taught. But radical, that word didn't seem to fit. And it is worth noting that I grew up in the era of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Bart Simpson, and when they used the word radical, it it meant some combination of rebellious and cool, neither of which anyone in my community was supposed to be striving toward. And when we use the word now, even in the news, it usually means someone on the fringes or, or the extreme edge of a religious group or a belief system to the point that those people are understood to be a little bit unstable. But the actual dictionary definition is a little bit different than that. The Oxford English Dictionary defines radical as going to the root or origin and touching upon or affecting what is essential and fundamental. So sometimes I think when we call people radicals, we might be giving them a compliment that we didn't intend. Now, historically, my people weren't happy with a standard, default, well-established church 
or the new alternative that sprung up in response to one set of problems, but ended up repeating a whole other set of problems. And because of the position my people took against these two groups, they were labeled as radicals. They were understood to be at the extreme edge of Christianity. And because of the wild insistence on what they thought were the essentials and fundamentals of the Bible, there was no room for them in the official churches, and they probably weren't understood to be Christians anymore. They were rejected by both sides and punished by both sides. And what I've come to understand now is that within the story of my hard-working, simple, and humble people is a legacy that is rebellious and maybe even a little bit cool. Now, up until recently, church history, just like war history, was told by the winners. Only the biggest, wealthiest, most legitimate groups got to tell church history. And of course, they did it through their own lens. And this means, of course, that the legacy of my people was largely controlled by the institutions that had historically killed my people. And mostly, they told the story in a way that justified their choices to do so. The obvious danger of the flip side is that when we tell our own stories, our ancestors then become the unquestioned champions of history. I think we lie about history in a few different ways. First, we say that our ancestors only made good choices. And second, we say that if we were in their shoes, we would have made the same decisions. But it can't be that easy. It can't be that easy to either put them on a pedestal or to brush away their story as forgettable and embarrassing. And one of the things about the Anabaptist kingdom of Munster is where it fits in this process. Almost nobody claims this story as their own. Almost every historic church group uses this story as a cautionary tale, a warning against anyone who would think or act in a certain way. Anabaptist groups use it as an example of what happens when peaceful Christians take up the sword of the state. And Catholic and Reformed Christians use it, among other things, as an example of what happens when Christians deviate too far from state-sanctioned religious traditions. So what really happened? What can we really learn about these people and the events that they lived through? Briefly, Munster is a city in Germany where, in 1534, a group of early Anabaptists used political means to take control. And soon after, it was declared as the New Jerusalem, the site prophesied in the Bible the way that they understood it, as the place that Jesus would return and usher in the end of this age and take the good, right, pure Christians with him into heaven. Now, this might be a spoiler, but it didn't work. Christ didn't come 
and the Catholic Church came back and took control of the city in a brutal and decisive way. It was because of what happened in Munster that Menno Simons agreed to step in and offer his leadership of the Anabaptist movement. If it wasn't for Munster, we would never have been called Mennonites. But without Munster, it would have been easier to be an Anabaptist because it would have been harder to justify arresting, torturing, and killing these otherwise peaceful Christians. This is a story that the Mennonite church is still recovering from today. But it is a story that we've never really understood. That's why I want to tell this story. That's why I'm hoping you will join me. Listen to the episodes, engage in the discussions on social media, rate and review the podcasts, tell your friends about it, and dig in with me to see what we can learn from this often misunderstood chapter of church history. I am Will Lowen, and this is the Free Radicals podcast. Thanks for listening.